This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders. You're accepting of whatever comes your way. You're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. It was really something that was on my mind and this I thought would be great to have a podcast on because I do think there are a lot of people out there who don't have it and there are a lot of people out there who do and it's this thing called being self-aware and I'm not saying we're self-aware all of the time but actually being self-aware is really important it's a really important technique and tool that you use to understand yourself and potentially understand how you're coming across to others. Really links with the work that we're currently doing on emotional wealth and that we've we've done before, but more about actually us taking that responsibility. The reason I wanted to talk about it was because, so we had a conversation this morning and it sort of got quite rushed because we were finishing um, to go for lunch and there was other things that we needed to both do separately. And it was only over lunch I was thinking, I'm not really sure how what I said came across. And I just thought to myself, it's not that I had a plan about what I was going to say. It was more about I've said something and I need to be aware, I need to be careful that actually how have you taken that when we've had this conversation? Yeah. Because I'm not sure it was taken how I meant it and where I was coming from. So I thought, right, I just wanted to talk to you about it. And obviously I did. And what did you say to me? I said, I'm really glad that you've brought that up because I was thinking about it over lunch and I wasn't sure how to take it. And yeah. I'd actually taken it a completely different way from the way that you meant it. Yeah. Um, and not that this was a bad thing or anything like that. It was just kind of like a different way. And it was more to do with like stuff, you know, yeah. <laughs> and our own personal perspectives on a particular thing that was yeah yeah but it was really interesting that yeah the minute that you started to talk about it I felt quite relieved that yeah yeah we were able to have that conversation and I was thinking and it's funny because I was thinking like I'd like to talk about this but I'm not sure how to bring it up so I was kind of just musing on it a bit more mm. um, before I was deciding how to address it again address it yeah and then I just went in there with both feet kind of thing that's <laughs> <laughs> is my way <laughs> No, well, thank you. Actually, Sorry, well, no, yes. thank you. But actually, what it got me thinking about was how it links with our mental well-being. Mm. 
because it really does because obviously me and you work really closely together so if and it wasn't a bad thing but if it had been something that maybe you took offense at you know that can affect our working relationship but it can also have an impact on how you're thinking and feeling which then has an impact on your mental well-being and but for me it was about right this thing about self-awareness do people realize that 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 has an impact on our mental well-being and I'm not really sure it's something that people would go straight away oh yeah it is potentially like a lot of our podcasts they don't necessarily open themselves up to how is this about mental well-being but hopefully hopefully once they listen to it there is there is always that theme there and I just thought sometimes there's a skill to being self-aware it takes some practice of doing and I think where I'd come from was I'd said something and then I was thinking I don't know I don't know now how I've said that so I don't know how you're going to have taken it and I wanted to be really clear in my communication and actually I felt that that was very much my responsibility to do because I brought it up so it was my responsibility to make sure that my communication was clear with you and that you really did understand where I was coming from and this whole concept of being self-aware is about understanding that you know this wasn't about beating myself up I wasn't beating myself up at all about this it was just very curious and noticing I was like oh I wonder how that was taken I would really like to make it really clear of what I meant there. So therefore, I think I need to address this somehow so that it is really clear and it's really open about what's going on. And it just got me thinking that this aspect of being self-aware, and I know friends who are can be self-aware, but actually sometimes aren't. And the ones, or should I say the times that they're not, is usually those times when maybe their mental well-being is not great or whether it's something like they're feeling guilty about or sad about. When they're feeling those kind of emotions that we automatically assume must be negative, not that they are informative or anything like that, but actually those times when, it's really difficult because we don't know what we're feeling and we don't know why we're feeling it and we're feeling that. Do you get where I'm coming from with this? Yeah, I do. I do. So having been <clears throat> self-aware, having self-awareness, <laughs> I think is really important for us to start to understand potentially why we're feeling the way we're feeling, what is going on for us, maybe what's triggered that, and understanding that that actually could have an impact on how we are, how we're coming across. And I just thought it would be really useful to have a conversation because I don't know your take on this. So I just thought it'd be really useful to get your take on what you think about all this that's going on in my head, which is what you usually do for me. That's what this is all about, isn't it? Yeah, let me get my jumble out. Well, I think that's it's that whole thing about when you talk it out or when you write it out, you think the thought through to some sort of, you know, conclusion or through to another thought, you know, that's how this stuff works. Um, no, I, I I really do 
get what you're saying. And I actually think this thing about self-awareness is it's, it's crucial. It's vital because like you said, it, it impacts not only on us, but it impacts on the quality of our relationships, which then could have an impact on our mental well-being um and and so on and so on so and then it all kind of like feeds one thing feeds off the other doesn't it yeah um but it's like you said at the beginning you didn't necessarily make that relationship between Mm. mental well-being and being self-aware we we talk a lot about getting to know yourself and understanding yourself and that being a real sort of uh, way through to get to understand what your needs are and what your values are and you know and how that relates to our mental well-being but I think it's it goes back for me to this thing about when things are happening in the moment, which mm. we talk a lot about, don't we, particularly around regulating emotions or, you know, understanding what's going on as we're in the midst of yeah. the situation. Um, and having self-awareness can really help us in those times. So like in this example, you sort of, you were, I bet you were kind of semi-conscious of it, weren't you? I bet you were sort of like in the moment, maybe there was something there under the surface but you weren't sure until you reflected on it yeah I mean I'm putting words in your mouth there but I'm kind of kind of imagining that maybe that's because that can happen sometimes can't it it's sort of like I'm saying this and I'm not really sure um you know and I'm in this moment but it's only when we kind of think about it afterwards that we sort of realize um so I think I think for me self-awareness is a key part of mental well-being I think there is side to it though that as somebody who's a big thinker <laughs> yeah you know there's a, a danger in so where do we draw lines around being self-aware and having mm. an understanding and reflecting you know versus overthinking and ruminating and analyzing and and but that's part of self-awareness too isn't it that noticing when I've gone from I'm having a healthy response to something that I'm not sure about into kind of, you mentioned about beating yourself up or, or I shouldn't have said that, or or they might not, they might take it the wrong way and then they might be upset. And it's not about that, is it? No. It's about being more assertive than that. It's about more being more, I don't know if that's the right word, being more kind of sure of ourselves that, and kind of knowing ourselves that, this is this is something worth exploring, but I'm not going into some sort of spiral about it. It's just need to give this a bit of attention. What you mentioned before about oh, I'm noticing this. I think I mean what you're saying there to me. It's that when you say it, because you, yeah, you're a very reflective person, and I think actually that's that's you being self-aware that that is a tendency you have sometimes to go and look really in depth at something and maybe not too in depth but maybe to the point of nobody else has even thought that so that's not where they're coming from you have a lot of conversations like that where I'm like, <laughs> well, this is what it's making me think of and you just look at me like wow how are you thinking that you got there <laughs> um, but I think that's that's also you being self-aware mm. and that way, because you've said it to me, you you very often I very often hear you go, I think I'm overthinking this. So where is it? And because I go very instinctive with stuff mm. and I'm trying to be more reflective. 
and I always do try to practice more reflection. And I think, I mean, that's that's a really good balance with us because actually you do that with me because you question me, which gets me to rethink things. And then as I'm talking, it's like, oh, hadn't thought of that. And that comes out. But I think that's I think that's important because actually then what you're saying there is you have gone to, am I overthinking this? So you're self-aware, but you go, am I going to into it? You can stop it. Mm. If you notice it, that's when you can stop it. Because actually, that's the problem when we don't know. And we only would know if we are becoming more self-aware. We would only know, oh, I've got, you know, I've got a tendency to catastrophize. That's me. That's my, that's my thing. I will go to catastrophizing. What's the biggest thing? Because I know that. I see myself doing it because I'm self-aware. I go, oh, I think I'm just going into catastrophizing now. It, it comes up, that word pops up for me. And then when it does, then I'm able to balance that out. So actually it supports my mental well-being even more because I've become self-aware of that. I can stop it in its tracks. So those neurons stop firing down that line. You know, they only go so far and then I'm going, oh, hang on a minute all right, that's me catastrophizing. Okay, so what could it be instead? And then start to rationalize it more. So I actually think it works that way. So I don't actually, I don't think it is something where you would go into like navel gazing kind of thing. And for me, that's, I think that's something else. I think being self-aware is understanding, right, okay, uh, this is my tendency to do this am I doing that no okay that's good I'm in a good place yeah yeah it's like you can do your own little assessment on yourself your little evaluation but like you said the, it's all about tuning into this stuff and I think you know you talked about neurons firing and, and so much of our life we know is patterns we know is yes. behavior learn we know is sort of go-to default settings and, and that's what this is about with our mental well-being, isn't it? It's bringing awareness to the things that don't serve us, the things that impact on us in a negative way, the things that, you know, kind of send us off into the spirals or, you know, kind of make us feel uneasy and uncomfortable, but not in a way where it's, and then we can't function from there. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're kind of in that sea of sort of, like, it's about having strategies and, and, and all of this is so self-awareness is actually really central to all of that, isn't it? It's it's something and you, you said at the start of the conversation, you said some of us already have it. and Some of us don't. I suppose what I'm intrigued by is sort of I would consider myself to be fairly self-aware, mm-hmm. but I actually think it's something that I'm not as good at as I think I am. And that's something that I've been working on. Um, but what if you're really not self-aware at all, you know, and you kind of just know, no filter, no awareness, no understanding. I sometimes think this is going to sound really harsh, but, you know, they're the kind of people that sort of sometimes, you know, they need to do it more, but they're the ones that are least likely to do it. And yeah, it affects them probably less. It probably affects them less, but they're probably affecting other people more. So actually then that's about, is that then about your own self-awareness going, this person might trigger me or they might, you know, kind of, I might need to go into this conversation because mm. they're not 
not so self-aware. So it's almost like you're managing that, not for them, but for you. Yeah. I mean, for me, that's where the assertiveness part comes in more. Because then it would be about if I've got a person who is triggering me or is doing something and I think they're not very self-aware about it, that's then about me giving them feedback. Do you know, this is what you just said, this is how I've taken that. Or, you know, this is how I could take that. Is that what you mean? Because that's how it's come across kind of thing. Um, I've done that. I have done that with people. And actually, you know, probably my partner um, wasn't very self-aware and he's becoming better at that. Mm. Uh, So I would say something and they wouldn't, but then I would highlight the behaviour back to them. And then when it happened again, I would, that's that, that behaviour, but not in a, not in um, an aggressive kind of way, keeping it assertive. It's not about, there's a blame. It's not about the blame. It's not about picking on something. It's about just going, do you understand that when you do that, this is what it does for me. This is how it makes me think or feel because this is how I'm taking it. Um, And then, and then it's about that compromise then. It's about, well, is this person going to keep doing that? Do I then need to change? Because that's not what they mean. So every time they do that, I need to go, actually, don't, you know, this isn't what they mean. This is what they mean instead. But Because you've had that conversation with them. I mean, I do think sometimes people who aren't self-aware, yeah, they don't, they don't have this guilt and hang up because... It, it isn't part of who they are and, and what's going on for them. But then, yeah, they're not they're not looking at other people. They're not identifying what it is that they're doing. But we can't deal with that. We can only deal with ourselves. So it's about supporting ourselves. So if someone is like that that you know, what is it that you want from that? What do you want to have happen? Do you want them out of your life completely because they're not going to change and it's always going to be you know impactful on you and on your mental well-being or is it about you know showing them showing them like what it is that they've done said how they've reacted and it doesn't always have to be in a bad way you know it really doesn't have to be in a bad way it's not this isn't always about good and bad this is about you know being self-aware could be do you realize that you've really just motivated people I had that with a girl I met here, a girl I say, obviously she's a woman. I, I just call women girls all, all the time, but she's a she's a grown woman. And I just went, but do you realise that this has all happened because of you? And I went, because you put yourself out there. You were honest. You were brave putting yourself out there. She didn't see that from herself. And I think she's self-aware, but she didn't see that from herself. So actually, it's not always bad. That's a really good thing. And she needed to know that about herself. It was important for me, I felt, to tell her that and to let her understand that she'd had a real impact on this group in a really positive way because she wasn't aware of that. But actually now she should be because she's being told. And it's like, that's the true gift with feedback. We always go to the negatives because that's what we do as human beings. It's always like, oh, I'm going to get some feedback and they're going to tell me I've done something wrong or they're going to tell me this. And it's like, no, it's not. It's about understanding more about yourself when you're getting feedback. 
so that you can do more of something and you can alter things if you want to or you can make that choice to not do anything about it it's still down to you kind of thing that's the whole real key with being self-aware that if there are aspects you don't know about yourself you're taking that information on then you can be more self-aware of when that happens it's It's, such important stuff it really is it's making me think as you're talking there about so many things you know you mentioned about being assertive and uh, and that in itself is part of you know, looking after our mental well-being and practicing that and communicating effectively. And I think that's what self-awareness enables us to do, mm. doesn't it? And I think it enables, it puts us in the arena where we're able to have, you know, what we refer to in our house as grown-up conversations, you know, where you sort of like, you know, I'm, I'm being a grown-up now, you know, like emotionally, kind of yeah. like mindfully, you know, I'm present, I'm, I'm aware that this is happening, and it's like you can stop so many things escalating, can't you? If What you said earlier about taking that responsibility, you're taking personal responsibility um, for something. Um, it's not necessarily about, like you said, good and bad or apologising or it might be, but mm, you know, it, might be. It, it, it really depends on what it is. Um, but just feel like this, this idea of self-awareness is is sort of, is really key, actually, more so than mm. I perhaps, I think I've always thought it was important, but I think this conversation's really kind of highlighting just sort of how vital it is in terms of our ongoing, I don't know that what we're doing with our mental well-being or how we're working on this for ourselves, what's happening for us today, mm. how are we being, you know, in ourselves and in relation to others. Yeah. How, what you said at the start about it's about understanding how we how we come across and it relates so much doesn't it with like resiliency and this idea of flexibility and adaptability and emotional intelligence you know kind of which a lot of the work that we do is all built on that foundation really isn't it that yeah that sort of I suppose it's about trust as well a lot of it's about operating from a paradigm of trust rather than a paradigm of fear because it's kind of like you know we're trusting in ourselves and what we're learning about ourselves and we're also trusting that when we articulate that we will be listened to so like going back to our conversation you hopefully felt trusted that yes. you, yeah. could, you could have that conversation and that's based on the relationship that we've built but part of that is about working on on ourselves you know and in support of each other so it's I suppose it's making me think it's just we're never done are we we're never oh god we're no all, we're always kind of growing we're always learning you know within the day and day to day and even when perhaps we don't feel like we are we are <laughs> you know so sometimes yes. our self-awareness will be there and then in the moment sometimes it'll be kind of on reflection sometimes as happens often with me it might be days before like <laughs> I really can't get to that yeah I get there eventually mm-hmm. um but some, I think we definitely need to put it in the mix when we're thinking about developing our mental well-being aren't we and looking and taking care taking care of of ourselves yeah it's really funny because what you were saying there about that trust and it's so you were saying obviously I I did trust that you would take it that way and yes I did 
because I know you, but there's also that trusting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So actually it's about you may not know what that person's going to react when you say something, mm. but actually you're giving them a chance to know themselves a little bit better, to have an understanding of the impact that they have on somebody. And that's the gift. If they choose not to accept that gift, that doesn't matter. If you think of it like that, if they cho- don't choose to accept that gift, then it do- you've not done anything wrong. Mm. You've still given them that gift. If they don't accept it, then that's up to them. So that trusting yourself that it's okay. If they don't take it, then that's just that's up to them. You've done what you needed to do, you know, for you. Mm. You've tried, you've supported, you've tried that. It's not worked. Okay, that doesn't matter. But what you've done is you've you've done that for yourself you've supported that if that person is somebody you constantly have to work with or have a relationship with then you know then maybe that's something you need to think about if they're never going to change that yeah so it's about having real trust in yourself and it's also you know sometimes we forget I mean I had a coaching client today and she's just she's just a lovely lovely person really lovely intelligent really switched on with what she wants what she needs and she has this she has this trait of perfectionism she feels she should be perfect in everything she gives herself really high expectations and I know like her family do and yet when we were talking about it and I said I think that's your perfection it was like oh yeah Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I am, I'm doing that again. So actually, and she's very self-aware, extremely self-aware. And yeah, it was like, well, why isn't this happening? Why? And she just not even thought, actually, potentially, she's just putting too much expectation on herself. Mm. And actually, she knows as well that that impacts on her mental well-being. So sometimes it's not about we don't know. Sometimes it's just about being reminded because, you know, it might not be there. It might not be at the forefront of our mind. It feels like this self-awareness goes really hand in hand with feedback and assertive in our relationships with anybody mm. who we come into contact with. In our communication, it has a real impact. But it, as long as you know that you cannot choose how the other person is you can only choose how you are and what you do with that and if it's coming from a good place then that's all that matters there's no there's no guilt there's no taking blame there's no like feeling that you have to say sorry that we do all the time I'm sorry about that I'm sorry about that well I know we do that but it's because we we care about what the other's thinking and feeling but actually, we know as well, really deep down, that we don't need to do that because you're open to that kind of feedback. Mm-hmm. You're open to learning more about yourself. And I know you've said you don't think you are as self-aware. And I don't agree with that. I think you are self-aware. I just think there are, as there are with everybody, sides of yourself that you don't know yet and that, or someone hasn't told you about. And that's like that Jahari's window. We have parts of ourselves that we don't know about, 
what others may see and it's just about them telling us that telling us what's going on so that we can think about it for ourselves and go oh am I like that oh never thought about that well maybe I am it's all coming back to a word that we use a lot in our work about curiosity isn't it yeah and, and like you were saying with the coaching client they're about they're asking questions of themselves and I think as coaches you know fundamentally that's our that's our background isn't it that's our training that's our how we come at this we come at this by asking questions inquiring inquiring of self inquiring of others and I think that to me it represents this idea of openness you know we're not we're not kind of closed in we're not you know kind of fixed we're not we're not finished you know it's sort of me it's yeah it's about that openness and that responsiveness to to change to to the potential to you know to growth all of those things and all of those things can only feed feed our mental well-being really and contribute to the journey that we're on you know as we kind of endeavor to take better care of ourselves our minds our hearts our you know, our beings, however yeah. you, you want to think about it. And as we do that, that puts us in a better situation to, to be able to support them. If some of the themes we've covered here resonate for you and you'd like to discover how to be more emotionally wealthy, well, we've got some exciting news. We've got an online course coming up that could be just for you. So, to find out more, just connect with us on Instagram or Facebook, 3B Wellbeing, or email us, drop us a line, we'd love to hear from you. It's Claire and Sue at weare3b.org.